0: The Lord be with you. This is the day which the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad. We welcome you all to this first midweek Lenten service, Ash Wednesday. Uh, the best way to follow along is to place your bulletin in the back of your hymnal. Please note that we start with the Ash Wednesday propers, which are uh, an insert inside of your hymnal. So please note that. And then uh, with the imposition of ashes, we invite you to make two lines and come forward. Uh, we will start with the transept on that side and then proceed as as follows. Um, I believe that's it for our service announcements this morning. Uh, please stand. The bells will call worship.
1: Dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, on this day the church begins a holy season of prayerful and penitential reflection. Our attention is especially directed to the holy suffering and death of our Lord Jesus Christ. From ancient times, the season of Lent has been kept as a time of special devotion, self-denial, and humble repentance born of a faithful heart that dwells confidently on his word and draws from it life and hope. Let us pray that our dear Father in heaven, for the sake of his beloved Son, and in the power of his Holy Spirit, might richly bless this Lenten tide for us, that we may come to Easter with glad hearts and keep the feast in sincerity and truth. God the Father in heaven, God the Son, Redeemer of the world, God the Holy Spirit, be gracious to us, be gracious to us, by the mystery of your holy incarnation, by your holy nativity, by your baptism, fasting and temptation, by your agony and bloody sweat, By your cross and passion, by your precious death and burial, by your glorious resurrection and ascension, and by the coming of the Holy Spirit, the Comforter, in all time of our tribulation, in all time of our prosperity, in the hour of death and in the day of judgment, we poor sinners implore you to prosper the preaching of your word, to bless our prayer and meditation, to strengthen and preserve us in the true faith, to give heart to our sorrow and strength to our repentance, to to draw all to yourself, to bless those who are instructed in the faith, to watch over and console the poor, the sick, the distressed, The lonely, the forsaken, the abandoned, and all who stand in need of our prayers, to give abundant blessing to all works of mercy, and to have mercy on us all. To turn our hearts to you, to turn the hearts of our enemies, persecutors, and slanderers, and graciously to hear our prayers. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God. Us. Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. Christ, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. O Christ. O Lord. O Christ. the Lord be with you with let us pray almighty and everlasting God because you hate nothing you have made and forgive the sins of all who are penitent create in us new and contrite hearts that we worthily repenting our sins and acknowledging our wretchedness may obtain from you the God of all mercy perfect remission and forgiveness through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Remember that you are dust, and to dust you shall return. For the sake of son Jesus Christ, have mercy on us, forgive us, renew us, and lead us so that we may delight in your will and walk in your name, to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Almighty God, in his mercy, has given his Son to die for you, and for his sake forgives you all your sins as a called and ordained servant of Christ and by his authority, I therefore forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. The Lord be with you. Let us pray. O God, you led your ancient people through the wilderness and brought them to the promised land. Guide the people of your church that, following our Savior, we may walk through the wilderness of this world for the glory of the world to come. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen.
0: The Old Testament reading for Ash Wednesday is from Joel chapter 2. Yet even now declares the Lord Return to me with all your heart, with fasting, with weeping, and with mourning, and rend your hearts and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he is gracious and merciful, slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, and he relents over disaster. Who knows whether he will not turn and relent and leave a blessing behind him, a grain offering, and a drink offering for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, consecrate a fast, call a solemn assembly, gather the people, consecrate the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children, even nursing infants. Let the bridegroom leave his room and the bride her chamber between the vestibule and the altar. Let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep and say, Spare your people, O Lord, and make not your heritage a reproach, a byword among the nations. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? Then the Lord became jealous for his land and had pity on his people. The Lord answered and said to his people, Behold, I am sending to you grain, wine, and oil, and you will be satisfied, and I will no more make you a reproach among the nations. This is the word of the Lord. Be to God. The epistle is from 2 Corinthians chapters 5 and 6. We implore you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. Working together with him then, we appeal you to not receive the grace of God in vain. For he says, in a favorable time I listened to you, Patience, kindness, the Holy Spirit, genuine love, by truthful speech and the power of God, with the weapons of righteousness for the right hand and for the left, through honor and dishonor, through slander and praise, we are treated as and yet are true, as unknown, yet well known, as dying, and behold, we live, as punished, and yet not killed, as sorrowful, yet always rejoicing, as poor, yet making many rich, Having nothing, yet possessing everything. This is the word of the Lord.
1: The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the sixth chapter. Jesus said, Beware of practicing your righteousness before other people in order to be seen by them, for then you will have no reward from your Father who is in heaven. Our text for this morning's sermon is taken from the Old Testament lesson and the Gospel lesson with special emphasis on the following words. Yet even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. This is our text. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters of our Lord Jesus Christ, like Thanksgiving is your yearly reminder to give thanks, Ash Wednesday is your yearly reminder that you need to repent, that you're not getting away with it, whatever it might be. Whatever sin you did, whatever sin you continue to do. See, God, he sees it and he knows it. Whether you are, as the prophet Joel said, an elder, a child, even a nursing infant, a bride or bridegroom, a priest, or any other member of the congregation, this day, this solemn assembly, is for you. It's for you to repent. whether you have a black cross on your forehead or not, you're not getting away with it. Not with God. With another person, maybe so. You can certainly pull the wool over the eyes of your neighbor. Jesus says so. You can look good by being a real philanthropist, giving lots of money to the church or charity or investing yourself in worthy causes. You can look good by going to church every week, maybe even more than once a week. And you can look good by praying a lot. You can look good by even looking bad, by fasting and looking gloomy so that people think that, wow, whoa, there's a good person, there's a righteous person, a person who really, really cares. Ash Wednesday, again, is our reminder that while you can pull the wool over over the eyes of your neighbor, you can't pull the wool over the eyes of God. Your Father in heaven sees what is done in secret, He sees the good, the bad, and the ugly that nobody else sees. He sees it all. And while you know your sin better than anyone else, and how sinful you are, God knows them even more than you and even more than me. You are more sinful than even you know. And you're not getting away with it. Well, you may not like that, that you're going to get caught, that you're not going to get away with it. It's actually a good thing. It's good that you're going to get caught, that God knows and sees, and eventually, everybody else will, too. That's good. And you're like, what? Well, let me tell you a little story. When I was a young boy, it was right after Christmas, I got a brand-new football for Christmas, and my brother Mike and I were throwing the football around, and we had a near miss, and my mom said, you may not throw the football in the house. You can only throw it outside. That's the rule. Well, a couple days later, My dad was on a business trip, my mom had to go to the grocery store, and quite frankly, it was like 10 below zero outside. So guess what my brother Mike and I did? Any guesses? We played football in the house. You didn't know your pastor was such a devious sinner, did you? Well, we all are. I broke her commandment, and so did my brother Mike. But things were going well until I lofted one into the living room and it hit a vase and it broke. Uh oh. But just to show how devious we can be with our sin, my brother Mike and I got some glue, we glued it all back together. He was a little older than me and maybe a little smarter. He found a, a light bulb that was not a 60 but a 40, dim it up a little bit, so that hopefully my mom wouldn't find out. When we came home or when she came home and we had it all cleaned up and all, all fixed, guess how we felt? Any ideas? How do you think we felt? Guilty? Yeah, the guilt was there. How else? What else do you think I felt? What? Ashamed? Ashamed. What else? Sad? There's something else. Yeah. Scared. Scared? Worried. Anxious. And what were we worried and anxious about? Go ahead. That my mom would what? That she would find out. But while we were you know, waiting for her to find out, things were not going well with Mike and I. We were worried and scared, right? But guess what? The first thing she does when she goes in the living room is, she said, who broke the lamp? And of course, I said, Mike did, (laughs) because I'm a sinner too. And Mike said, Tim did. And my mom held us both responsible because we both did, right? Even though he should have caught it. And then there was a punishment after my mom forgave us. I'm like, a punishment? What do you mean? I thought you forgave us. Well, the punishment was so that we wouldn't throw the football in the house anymore, right? That's a minor, it was a minor punishment, I think. I don't know, we had to do some extra cleaning or something. But then it was over, and it was never brought up again. It was gone. Now, to be sure, I wasn't worried that, you know, if my mom, when she found out the lamp was broken, would kick us out of the house and say, you're fired, you're not my child anymore, right? She would never do that because she always loves me, right? And your parents do too. But sin needed to be dealt with. And quite frankly, I wasn't worried anymore once it came out, once it got out. I wasn't scared anymore. It was over with. That's what forgiveness does. You know, you and I, we still have a punishment for our sin. We die a physical death. But you know what? We've been forgiven our sins and we will rise victorious over death. God remembers your sin no more. You can go to him right away. We should have gone to my mom right away and said, hey, we broke the lamp. I, oh, a poor, miserable sinner threw the football and Mike missed. Right? And it would have been over right then. I would have saved, we would have saved ourselves a lot of anxious time and moments. Now, think about when you do something wrong and you're worried about it. It, it, it really really makes you feel bad inside, right? And you walk around with that. I'm going to illustrate it this way. It's kind of like garbage. If we never took the garbage out of the kitchen, what would eventually happen? Go ahead. It would what? It would stink. Yeah. And by the way, when someone's on your trail trying to figure out if you've done something wrong, they, they get a sniff of it, right? There's something wrong here. And then we get a little worried, and maybe we try and cover up that smell with something else, with other lies and other things, breaking more commandments than, right? It the problem with garbage though, if you if you never take it out, it makes everything bad. And then it even attracts rodents, right? Things that'll make your house terrible, right? If you hold your sin inside. You'll feel bad and ashamed and worried and and then you'll it'll lead into other things by trying to cover it up but you can never really cover it up jesus tells us that through his apostle that we can say we have sinned and the lord forgives us and it's over with and we get a new beginning so that's why it's good that we don't get away with it that it gets addressed by god in christ That it's forgiven by God in Christ, whatever it is. And that we have a new beginning. And we can go forward as children of God. Now, while Ash Wednesday is a serious and solemn day, right? It's not a gloomy day. Because we do not repent as those who have no hope. Who throw themselves at the mercy of the court and don't know what the court is going to do. We're not going before the court, before a judge, we're going before Jesus, who loves us to death, even death on a cross. He's not going to fire you. He's not going to kick you out. He promises that he's going to forgive you. See, we know and repent because of the hope that is in us, the certain hope of life together with God and one another that's been given us by. God's Spirit, who brings Jesus into our hearts and lives, who lets us know, as I said a few weeks back, it's all on him, our sin, and his forgiveness, his goodness, it's all on us. We repent because we know what our God did for us. He went to the cross to die for our sins, every last one of them. The ones we know and the ones we don't, because he knows them all, he makes sure to get them all. Which is why it's good that we don't get away with anything. Because the one who knows every sin died for every sin. So take out the garbage, confess your sin, repent, and return to him and say, I have sinned. And he'll take that, you take it out, you know, like you take the garbage out of the kitchen to the the end of the road. I did that today. And then the garbage man comes and picks it up, right? Well, Jesus picks up the garbage of our sin and he buries it in his death and he rises victorious over it in his resurrection for you, to make you clean and pure. St. Paul puts it this way, he who knew no sin became your sin so that in him you might become righteous. Not with righteousness that you do, not with self-improvement, but with the righteousness of God his perfection. Ash Wednesday comes but once a year, but like Thanksgiving, we learn to give thanks each day. The focus of Ash Wednesday is that repentance is a lifelong and daily reality for us. That every day we repent, we look to him. Every day. That every day we Give him our sins and let him take it away from us. He's the only one who can. That's why he wants you to repent. That every day we find our joy in Christ alone. Now, no one may see you doing that, right? But your father does. And your father, we hear Jesus say, who sees in secret will reward you reward you in your life now and with his life forever. Amen. Now may the peace of God that surpasses all understanding guard our hearts and our lives in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen.
0: Let us pray. Almighty and eternal God, worthy to be held in reverence by all people, everywhere, we give you humble and sincere thanks for all the blessings that you have given to us without any merit or worthiness on our part. We praise you especially for preserving us your saving word and holy sacraments. Grant and preserve to your holy church throughout the world purity of doctrine. Provide faithful pastors to preach your word with power. Help all who hear the word rightly to understand and truly believe it. Send labors into your harvest and open the door of faith to those who do not know you. In mercy, bring to repentance the enemies of your church. Grant them amendment of life. Protect and defend your church in all tribulation and danger. Strengthen us and all fellow Christians to set our hope fully on the grace revealed in Christ and to help us fight the good fight of faith, that in the end we might receive the salvation of our souls. Graciously defend us from all calamity by fire, water, from war and pestilence, from scarcity and famine, and from every other evil. Protect and prosper all who labor in their rightful callings. Let all useful arts flourish among us. Be the God and Father of the lonely and the forsaken, the helper of the sick, the needy, and the comforter of the distress of those who sorrow grant your spirit to those who come to the lord's table this day that they may receive the body and blood of jesus christ in sincere repentance and firm faith into their abundant blessing as we are strangers and pilgrims on earth help us by true faith and a godly life to prepare for the world to come doing the work you have given us to do while it is day before the night comes when no one comes when no work can be done and when our last hour comes support us by your power receive us in your heavenly kingdom through jesus christ your son our lord who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Please be seated as we gather together our offerings.
1: It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord, who overcame the assaults of the devil and gave his life as a ransom for many, that with cleansed hearts we might be prepared joyfully to celebrate the Paschal Feast in sincerity and truth. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, Blessed are you, Lord of heaven and earth, for you have had mercy on those whom you created and sent your only begotten Son into our flesh to bear our sin and be our Savior. With repentant joy, we receive the salvation accomplished for us by the all-availing sacrifice of his body and blood on the cross. Gathered in the name of the remembrance of Jesus, we beg you, O Lord, to forgive, renew, and strengthen us with your word and spirit. Grant us faithfully to eat his body and drink his blood as he bids us to do in his own testament. Gather us together, we pray, from the ends of the earth to celebrate with all the faithful the marriage feast of the Lamb and his kingdom, which has no end. Graciously receive our prayers, deliver and preserve us. To you alone, O Father, be all glory, honor, and worship with the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Our Lord Jesus Christ, on the night when he was betrayed, took bread. In blood of our Lord Jesus Christ, strengthen and preserve you in body and soul to life everlasting. Depart in peace. Amen.
0: Let us pray we give thanks to almighty god that you have refreshed us for this salutary gift we implore you that of your mercy you would strengthen us for the same in faith toward you and in fervent love toward one another through jesus christ your son our lord who lives and reigns with you in the holy spirit one god now and forever
1: amen the lord bless you and keep you the lord make his face shine on you and be gracious to you the lord look upon you with favor and give you peace